flight track. Welcome to Infandelity with B and C. One day, a former jock, that's B, married a self-proclaimed nerd, that's C. And slowly, she introduced him to the path of nerdum enlightenment. Here, we will discuss pop culture, media, and fandoms that we share, and some that we don't. It's all fun and games until your spouse finishes a show without you. Hey, y'all. We're back. Yeah. Um, so, last weekend, I had a hangover, so we did not <laughs> record last weekend. Um, and we had watched some stuff, but it wasn't really that much. So we felt like we'll just kind of combine it into this episode and then um, go from there. I mean, hopefully this episode isn't too long. I have a feeling that it might be. But you know what? Just, you know, ride it out with us. We're going to get it all out. All right. You know, pull you up a little glass of wine. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, we always start with our homework. Homework is like the task you get in counseling um, that you have to come back and discuss with your counselor and with your significant other um, what you did for mm-hmm. homework. So obviously our homework is in terms of what shows did we watch and did we watch each other's recommendations or some of our listeners' family friend recommendations. Right. So um, first we're just going to get the big one out the way. Falcon and the Winter Soldier dropped on Friday. Um, that was... Good. I mean, my overall experience, and someone tweeted it, and I just felt like that was my um, that was my overall experience. I, I'm gonna just read their tweet and, and cite them as well. Um, yeah, but just while you find that, I, I also liked it. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, it's cool seeing Anthony Mackie, like you know, get a lead. I guess yeah. I would say. Like, this is pretty I'm just so tired of y'all on Twitter talking about how Anthony Mackie, like, his, like, facial expressions, mm-hmm. they said he's, like, an unhinged crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> they also said that, like, he always looks like he's up to something or he's, like, about to laugh. He always looks like he's about to laugh, but he's, like, holding it back. Listen, I don't know. It's I'm so sorry. Funny. He's forever Papa Doc to me. Not Papa Doc. He is. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> always. <laughs> wow. Um, but at the baddest, Mitch said, that was fun. New cap, ugly as hell. And that's literally how I felt yeah. about it. Who is the new, who is it? I don't know. And then like, I I saw another tweet today from, um, Ala Monster, who's like kind of big on Twitter, uh, for her like Chris Evans shit. But something, I don't know that he had like tweeted or somebody like another comic book. I don't know if it was real, but it was basically like, oh, I hope people like me. I thought they were, I thought this was a gag. Like, I don't think that this is real. Like, y'all are not seriously trying to replace. No, nah, this cannot. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It can't be. Yeah, I think this is just another one of Marvel's tricks. Like, yeah. Just, there's no way possible. Because even when they zoomed down my way, is this somebody that we've seen or it's like somebody I didn't know who the fuck it was. So, yeah, yeah I don't. I think this is a hoax. Like I said, I don't think they really gonna replace this man and bring us a whole entirely new Captain Marvel. Um, that would be whack as fuck. And I wouldn't appreciate that. Captain America. What'd I say? Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Father God. Captain America. Yeah, I don't fuck with that. So. Yeah, I don't... 
I, I like I said, I, I thought this was yes. I thought it was a troll and just like something to be like, damn. Soon as um, I was calling him Anthony. Soon as Sam gives back the shield, they go ahead and give it to somebody else. Well, I feel like he's probably gonna be like bad or something, and then like I maybe, don't even know if he's gonna be bad. I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to throw out different yeah, scenarios. Go ahead, go ahead predictions. <laughs> yeah, I'm like if he right, if he bad or something, maybe Anthony can Anthony and um Sam. <laughs> shit. Sam and Bucky. Falcon. (laughs) Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, I feel like they gonna fucking tag team and do some shit with him. But again, that's just... I don't necessarily think that's true or not, but I'm just saying just possibilities of what could happen. Because for them to just really bring us this random-ass nigga to say, oh, I'm gonna be Captain America. Like, what the fuck? So it's literally like something else that we have to think about. Like, what? Like, what is he from... What is he about to like play? Like, what is his character about to be? Yes. Another one of my favorite tweets, and I did not find it um, because I have like too many tweets, but I should have because I want to give them their credit too. I'm trying to do that more going forward. Um, they said that Tony, Tony, Tony Stark had the Avengers in a 360 deal. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. Oh my goodness. Because, poor. yes, they. So Sam and his sister, they they have a family business, like a shrimping boat or a fishing boat in Louisiana, which I have my issues about what was happening there, just acting wise. But anyway. Yeah, it wasn't really that good, that scene. Like, I was just trying to figure out. I like, think it was her. Like, are y'all from New Orleans? Like, I don't know where Delacroix, Louisiana, it could even not even be a real place, honestly. But I was just like, okay, they're in Louisiana. So they're somewhere... You know, probably near the Gulf. But they had a real northern accent. Yeah, the accents were just off. And I didn't know if it was supposed to be... Especially hers. But, you know, it's funny because, obviously, the black people... Like, the Creole accents are different from the Cajun accents, which we've learned from 98. (laughs) Yeah. And so, I don't know what was happening there. But I was just confused. I was like, y'all supposed to... I would have rather her sounded like... Saying a y'all and a, you know, I would have had her sounding. She didn't sound Southern to me. At all. It was just strange. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, so they went into, so the whole time I'm thinking that Sam was like, no, we're going to get the loan. And I was thinking Sam is going to be like, like, I'm the Falcon. Like, I can get a damn loan. Like, what the fuck? Right. And also in my head, too, I, for a quick second, I was like, oh, Tony will just give him the money. But Tony's, Tony's fucking dead. dead. Yeah, Tony gone. <laughs> yeah. And then somebody else pointed out too that like by the time um Endgame had happened and Infinity War too, I can't remember. I think they were still beefing it in Infinity War. Captain Captain America and Tony Stark. I think they were still beefing. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, they weren't friends when Endgame happened. Right. Like, they all, you know, technically, Captain America, um, Sam, Bucky, they were all criminals, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. because they didn't, they went against the Sokovia Accords in the Civil War. Yeah. So, um, that was that. And so, yeah, so e- e- either way, what was it was funny because it was just like, Obviously, in America, you know, being black, we know that 
they'd be quick to deny us loans. And then it was like, this man is a whole fucking hero, literally. And the guy in the bank was like, oh, let me get a picture. But nah, you can't have no money. Like, right. Like, I'm a celebrity. I can fucking. I would have sold it. Right. Or um, what do you call it? Like, blaster business, you know? Yeah. It was by at could be Nick 15. Bro, Tony Stark had the Avengers in a 360 deal. <laughs> he really did. Um, yes, he did. Pull things. Uh, but yeah, I that was very it was a very realistic moment. And even when he was like, you know, I was because the the banker was like, Well, you don't have any income for the last five years. And he was like, I wasn't fucking here. So wasn't a whole bunch of other people. How am I supposed to have it? And the bankers were like, Oh yeah, we're cracking down. It's just like that could happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, this is kind of worst case scenario, but like say you were in jail for five years or you were in school for five years right. or whatever. So have you. And then, like, jobs expect you to have experience. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, I couldn't get employment because we were in a recession or whatever the fuck. And right. it's like, ugh. So. Relatable. Very relatable. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about Bucky. Um, whew, Bucky going through it. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, Bucky is going through it. Yeah, he is. Um, so yeah, he's, you know, having dreams about his his assassinations and um trying to make amends and uh but also get revenge for like the uh the the assassinations he made for Hydra. He's trying to like right those wrongs but also right wrongs with people who he kind of killed along the way that were innocent. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, Bucky's going through it. He's sleeping on the floor. <laughs> um, he's 106 years old. <laughs> Nobody else is that old around him. Oh my goodness. They also said, oh, hold on, the tweets. I'm sorry, y'all are just so fucking funny. Um, at Softest Avenger said, Rhodey showing up to support Sam made me sob. They both, they both lost their white man. <laughs> and somebody replied and said, they lost their emotional support, Caucasian. <laughs> yes. And so, obviously, uh, Bucky and Sam both lost uh, Cap, or Cap dipped out on them. They didn't lose him, but he, he was like, I'm not fucking with this timeline. I'm over it. So, yes. That, I'm, so anyways, at the end of the day, like we said, um, Marvel has us in a chokehold, so we are just going to ride this out. Uh, my sister, who's also a big Marvel fan, said that this episode was boring. I said that it was not. <laughs> yeah, like but it. she's just not here for people who don't have a superhuman abilities. So, I don't know. I was like, that's what people said about WandaVision. They didn't like the first episode of WandaVision or or the second one because they didn't understand what yeah, was I'm happening. Saying, yeah. um, I feel like this one, I, I feel like this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. There was action mm-hmm. um, and then just kind of checking in on where they are in their real lives post-in-game. Right. Yeah, so, I liked it. Yes. We're here for the next five weeks. Yeah. Um, all right, next, 
we watched, we started watching this um, show called Behind Her Eyes that was recommended to us by my sisters. Um, and it's supposed to be kind of like a mystery thriller um, happening. And so, did you go ahead and rewatch the first episode? Yeah, I did. Okay. So, I'm, I'm here. I mean, I think that it's going to be good. Um, so, we have this, like, um, this young woman who has a child and she's a single young woman she goes to a a club and her friend was supposed to meet her doesn't meet her she ends up meeting this um she ends up bumping into this random man at the club and they're like both kind of alone so they just kind of hang out throughout the night um, do they kiss? I think they did kiss. At the end. At the yeah. Very, very, very end. Like, but he, once like, they leave. Once they yeah. leave. Yeah, so they do kiss, but once he kind of, like, regrets it and just kind of runs away afterwards. Oh, yeah, he got somebody. Um, so then the next day, or very soon after, she goes to work, and there's this new doctor at her job. She's, a, like, a, a secretary for a psychology office, um, and... Uh, lo and behold, the doctor in the office that's, like, being introduced or interviewed is the one that she kissed. So, and he's also with his wife. So, then she finds out that he's married. Um, so, she just kind of hides from them until they leave. Um, and then she's just like, what the fuck do I do? And talking to her friend, her friend's like, look, y'all didn't really do nothing. Like, it's fine. Just pretend like you're cool, whatever. So then she has to go to work the next day. But she's, like, dressing up because she's like, you know... They have an attraction or whatever, but she's just trying to make herself look better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she dresses up to go to work. Uh, it's kind of like... So I appreciate this about um, English shows, British shows, because I feel like they don't glamorize anything. Like, <laughs> the people in the shows, they be so regular, regular looking. Yeah. And then, like... So she walks her son to school every day, but then she's wearing, like, this, like you know, silk polyester shirt. And so, of course, when you're, like, walking, you're going to sweat. So they just show her, like, getting sweaty in the shirt. (laughs) So she's just looking like, you know, oh, my God, I just walked in this, like, uncomfortable clothing that she wouldn't normally wear to work. Um, And so that's one thing. So it kind of messes up her outfit. And then um, her, her co-worker gives her this, like, breakfast sandwich that has bacon and ketchup on it, which is, like gross but anyways mm. British food we all know is they can't cook um, and she spills ketchup on her shirt and it's just like oh so cringe when you see it it's just like damn like this white shirt got a stain on it fuck um but anyway so that hurt she kind of spirals but um she ends up meeting the doctor saying hey we're cool you know we had the awkward moment but it is what it is and everything's cool um and then also you learn that she has night terrors so that was kind of like this creepy moment in the show she has these night terrors where she sleepwalks um she does it twice um and the second time she almost walks off her balcony but she doesn't um and then you have the doctor and the doctor and his wife just have this really strange relationship so weird um, where you can tell that he just kind of keeps her at a distance. Um, and she's trying to like, be like affectionate towards him, but he's just not he really ain't having for it. There's so many times that this child and told this nigga, I love you. And he was just like, yeah, I know. Or just, <laughs> just, huh? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> like, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting. I feel like she was a patient of his and maybe some she's kind of way. Slow. 
Yeah. She she just seems off. And so... <laughs> she's, she's not there. She's yes. not all there. Yes. Because um, even, like, at the end, like, one... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, a, I'm skipping too far ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I was like, even once uh, she linked... What's the main character name? The black girl? I don't remember. But once, I don't remember none of their names. Once she bumps into the wife or whatever... Yeah, that's um, at the very end. Yeah, towards the end of the episode, like, the wife had, like, a moment to where, like, she was just kind of like, just looking, like, staring. And yeah. I was just like... What's wrong with her? Like, what's wrong no, with her? No, yeah, I think she, I think she was a, a patient because they do have a flashback with her in like this all white get up, kind of like in a in a in a home. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the correct term of asylums is nowadays, but Facility? yeah, something like yeah. something like that. Um, yes, so it looks like she was somewhere. So I feel like she was a patient of his. And yes, they but she bumps into um the the assistant and the she's like show me around and that was kind of the end of the episode. So we haven't watched any more of it. I think it's six episodes. Yeah, I definitely watched more. Um, so we're gonna continue to watch more. And you know, I heard that it was very good. We gotta watch some today. Yes, we will. Um, damn, what I was gonna say? I was just gonna say something about somebody. Oh, even their sex scene between like the oh yeah, and the white it was, was just so very, it was very um, it just lacked no, it was no passion. Yeah, he wasn't there for it. It was just like, bro, I'm just doing this just to get my shit off. Yeah, he didn't have no face. He what? He just didn't even seem like he was there. Yeah, no. So something's going on. We don't yeah. know what. We got to continue watching. Right. Um. Okay. So we're gonna kind of get into our individual shows. So, over this week, I have been watching... Should I do Jenny and Georgia or should I do Moxie? I'm going to do Moxie first. Because I don't want to spend a whole episode on this. Um, but Shannon, who was on the show before, she, this is like my team drama watching partner. She was like, you should watch Moxie um, because it's cute. And I was like, okay. So, turn Moxie on. And the first thing that sticks out to me is just like... Here we go. I don't even know how to say this like nicely, really. But it's just like a um, it just felt very like white feminism, hear me roar type of shit. And I don't know why I had like, I just was like, mm, I just felt very mad about that. So basically, the the plot of this is that. Um, they're, they're, these girls are in high school. Um, there's a white girl. She's the lead character. Her best friend's an Asian girl. And then there's kind of a new girl who is, um, Afro-Latina. Uh. Just a Netflix show? Yes, of course. Of course. (laughs) Yes. And so that's, my number one issue is, one, it was just very, like, white feminism and what they think is diversity. (laughs) Right. <laughs> and two Netflix, of course, checking the boxes. Although they did not check the gay box, which I was surprised about. But they were checking the boxes. Um, so, which obviously, you know, gets on my nerve. But I still watch this shit anyway. Um, so, yeah. Basically, they're in school with this. And I guess it's Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. He's like a total asshole. But anyway, and he's like football captain and and, and all of these things. And they basically, like, uplift the athletes in the school, but, like, shit on the girls in the school, right? So, like, girls are getting in trouble for dress code. And, like, 
these girls are wearing fucking, and this is not to, obviously I'm a feminist, but the shit that they were wearing at school, like, in the fucking, um, when I was in high school, we couldn't wear that shit. They was wearing crop tops and spaghetti straps. Everybody knows that you cannot two, what is it, two finger, three finger with your straps has to be. Now, obviously, we know that dress codes are sexist because they do not, you know, normally there aren't any dress codes for men that are, you know, and, and it's the, the, the idea behind a dress code is, you know, you don't want to sexualize yourself to, to, to make these men go crazy when obviously it's like, you need to be worried about the men. You Question, know, you, but how, how, how are men sexualized? Like, how can you, cause like us outside of like niggas sagging their pants, which you can, which they are force, dress codes for yeah, that too. But I'm saying like, how, how can you sexualize a man to, to enforce a stereotype? No. A, so it's basically like, it's not. It's basically saying, like, girls, cover yourself up so boys don't look at you. Okay. Instead of saying, boys, why are you looking at girls? Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. Okay. Does that answer your question? No? Not really. <laughs> Not my particular question. You said, how can you sexualize a man? Well, that's because, I mean, they're... Like, I mean, I can see if a the nigga, concern no, if a nigga, isn't if a and, nigga and, walking in with a white beard or something on, then yeah, nigga, you that's not a proper shirt. Right, Cover right, yourself up. You only be right. having your muscles and tattoos. And so, out. and so, in the movie, like one of the characters was like always taking his shirt off or having mm-hmm. a tank on mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So that so, anyways, this white girl starts a magazine, like an underground magazine, basically calling out the school's uh, sexism. And um, because they're, this list is published where basically they kind of rank the girls. So this movie was, I, and I don't remember, I think she was a co-writer with Tina Fey. But this movie was like directed by and maybe written by Amy Poehler. Which I think she co-wrote Mean Girls. So it was like white feminism Mean Girls. Basically it was like Mean Girls if there was feminism. Mm-hmm. Or Mean Girls for the PC crowd. Because the, and the things we love about Mean Girls is the fact that it's not PC. <laughs> like, it's the fact that they be saying the funniest shit. So, for y'all to cut, for, for them to make this like, oh, you know, for the 2020s version, I don't know. It just felt very disingenuous to me. Um, but yeah, so I feel like where the movie went wrong is one, they should have made the Afro-Latina girl the main character. Once again, why are white girls the main characters? We don't need her as the main character at all. I mean, she started the she started the magazine, but she hid behind it the whole time. She didn't want nobody to know who did it. And then I think the black girl supported her and started the club um, at the end of the day. So she was just like, what? Who? Who? The, who? The movie should have been about. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, it was just very, like, there was this part at the end that was so cringe. It was too, it was, it was a lot. So they had black girls in the movie and they gave them, like, there was, like, a Blasian girl. There was a black, black girl who had, like, an afro who was, had a lot in the movie within the club. And then they had, like, their white girls or whatever who was, like, the one who got in trouble for basically having big titties and wearing spaghetti straps, (laughs) um, and other things like that. So they, they had a diverse group of women in the show or in the movie. Um, but like I said, I just felt like it was very like from a white woman's perspective of what they think a black woman is going to say. So it was like, the, the, the Blasian girl was, like, the soccer captain, and she got voted, like, best ass or something. And it's just like, what? <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. It was just very cringe. And then, um, 
And then at the end, they had like this little walkout where all the girls walked out and like a black girl hopped on the, um, hopped on the, on the, on the soapbox literally and was like, you know, don't, this is my hair. I'm 110% black. Don't touch my, I know. I was just like, like, obviously these are all valid concerns, but just the way that it all happened made no fucking sense. Um, and then there was like an assault and, or a mention of an assault and the girl who was assaulted, like stood up on the soapbox and was like, I was raped. And I'm like, is that really how I just, I don't know, you know, <laughs> like it just, it didn't flow well. So you said it's in high school. Yes. It's always high school. It's always high school. <laughs> Which is another problem. I ain't well, shit. I, if that shit was happening, I wasn't around none of that shit. Cause I ain't witnessed nothing like that. I we ain't, I ain't witnessed like out of all the shows we watch or that you have me watch. Cause usually you be watching that shit. Out of all the shows that I've watched that have like some high schoolers in it or whatever, and it's always some wild shit. Uh, what's our show called with uh, Zendaya? Uh, that show included. <laughs> Why can't I think of it? Uh, Euphoria. That show included. My, I had never experienced nothing wild, no crazy shit like any of these shows that I've ever watched. Like all these shows about high school life, all seem like they like some college shit, borderline adult shit. So okay, so you told me because I say the same thing, but I was like kind of I don't want to say a nerd, but I was kind of a nerd in high school. Like my mom was really strict, so like. I didn't get to go to parties or if I did, it was like, you know, I wasn't really allowed to sleep over people's houses and like all of that shit. So I never had like that party experience in high school. I didn't party until I got to college. So, but my friends who, yeah, I mean, Shannon said like some of these things, they party when she was in high school and she's like, you know, a few years older than me. So it was like, she was like... Yeah, I mean, I partied in high school. There were drugs. And I was like, yeah, I I did not see no drugs until I got to college. See, I partied in high school. Pam was all about, like, because my mama thing was, I ain't, my mama, like, I'm speaking from my mama's perspective. She was like, well, my mama didn't let me go out and do nothing. So I want you to be able to have fun just as long as you say That's my mama's main thing. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you do as long as, A, I kind of know where you at. So if something does happen, I know where to tell the police to look for you at. And then two, you say. Mm-hmm. So that was my main thing. So I did go to parties, but Max, the wildest shit I saw was like niggas smoking cigarettes. And we was mainly white people because I went to like a majority white school. People were smoking cigarettes here and there. You had a couple of like Bud Lights here and there. So a little bit of uh, But y'all didn't have drinking. like hard liquor. Nah, I ain't never seen no hard. I ain't see hard liquor until like maybe like senior year. Niggas may start making hunch punch. Okay. And that was, like, when I graduated. Yeah. And then, so I didn't really get into, like, liquor like that until, like you said, like, college for sure. Okay. But, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, and who's to say? I could ask. I know that my younger sisters have said, like, you know, they did have alcohol at their high school parties or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, times have changed. So, maybe things are this crazy now in high These school. These kids got issues, bro. You motherfucker on pills and. Every goddamn thing else. Right. But just from our experience, it's just like, let's not. And so that also moves me into... So yeah, Moxie, like I said, from a black woman's perspective, it was very a coming from a white feminist lens. And we all know there are issues 
when they don't incorporate others into making these things make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that. Um, so that also leads me into Jenny and Georgia because once again, now the thing, Jenny and Georgia, I had a, it was a roller coaster ride. So when I first started watching it, I was like, literally, what the fuck is this? This shit is so cringe. It's so just why, just why, what is happening? It was very awkward. What is it about? Um, let me get into it. Okay. So there's, it's, it's, there's two plots, which I like. So Jenny is a 15-year-old, and Georgia is her mom. She's 30. So her mom had her when she was 15. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's... You have Georgia's plot. So Georgia's plot is, like, for the grown people, and Jenny's plot is for, like, the teenagers. Okay. Um, but the cringe part about it was just, like... I'm I I probably wouldn't... Like, if I had a 15... I don't know, because when you're a kid, you, you pretty much watch whatever. But I'm like, I feel like even Degrassi wasn't that... But I don't know. Maybe I need to go back and watch Degrassi. But just like certain shit that happened, I'm just like, would I want my child to watch this? Even though it's like for that age group. But anyways. um, So basically, Georgia um, had Jenny when she was 15. She also has a younger son. And she's just kind of like on the... She always moves from place to place to place. Um, and the kids are named after, so Jenny is, her real name is Virginia, goes by Jenny, her brother's name is Austin, so they're just kind of, like, named after the places where they were born or some shit. Um, but essentially, like, the main plot, without giving it away, is Georgia, she's, (laughs) you have a love, I don't know, it's a love-love relationship with her, but she's just, like, She's just kind of cold-blooded. She's going to do whatever she has to do to protect her children. Literally. Mm-hmm. That's murder. That's scamming. <laughs> she could do whatever she got to do to protect her kids. Wait, I'm sorry. What, so what's like the genre? Like, is it like a... a drama. Family drama. It's kind of a comedy, too. Okay. Um. So, yeah. She's going to do whatever she has to do to protect her kids. And then Jenny is just kind of this ungrateful-ass little twat who... You know, wants to have a stable life, which, you know, we all do. We understand. I understand that. Wanting to have, like, a sta- be in a stable situation. Um, but she also doesn't give her mom any flack. Like, she don't respect her at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you, you want to wring her neck. Like, yeah. she's awful <laughs> to her mom in, in, in particular. But the first episode starts, and it's just, like, so much happening. So they move to this new town. Um, in Massachusetts, um, and then, like, I can't even remember what happened with Georgia, but, oh, Georgia is, uh, you know, tries to finesse the mayor into giving her a job. She does. Like, she's a professional scammer, like, essentially. Um, and Jenny, uh, meets her neighbor, and her neighbor has, so there's twins. One's a boy, one's a girl. Um, she meets the girl. The girl's like, oh my God, I love your mom. She's so cool, blah, blah, blah. And then she meets the boy twin like a little bit later on. And then like literally immediately, and mind you, Jenny's a virgin. They have sex. Like the first, and I was like, like what's happening? Yes. I'm like, what, where did this come from? Um, and then he like leaves like awkwardly and like that was just that. And so she's a virgin. No. Oh, so you don't find out she's a virgin? No, you know, but oh, he okay. doesn't know. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, okay. you know. Um, 
and 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 um it was something else that happened and also um which you know obviously we're more sensitive about this also jenny harms herself and that also happens in the first episode so it's just like okay this is a lot happening and y'all didn't give me no kind of build up to this right, right, right. <laughs> um but essentially like i said the the reason why i liked it is because it ended up um i feel like and this is one instance oh and jenny is mixed i forgot to mention that part and georgia's white no kind of mixed, black and white yes okay. um and so i feel like even though we say this twitter says this we you know netflix is always going to cast us cast black people if they're by bi- black women in particular if they're biracial like that's the only way you're gonna have be a lead uh-huh. um it's seeming like with netflix anyway but i feel like they use like they actually talk about her being biracial and her being one of the few black people or biracial people um and it seems like realistic like they approach the conversation like telling you know her talking to georgia like you don't understand my experience da, 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 da. like it, it it all kind of makes sense and something that someone tweeted and once again i wish i would give credit um and i can because i just finished it yesterday um which i tweeted about it when i first started watching it first episode i'm just like y'all keep if y'all are gonna have biracial afro latina whatever type of children at least make they're the parent that's visible because always a single parent right. make the parent that's visible black <laughs> like how how hard is that but anyways um that it made sense of why uh you know georgia was white or whatever mm-hmm. and her dad does come into play in the show later on and you kind of see like i said it's about both of them so you see georgia's relationship with her dad kind of like how she got pregnant or whatever um and they always had a good relationship like it was never like no crazy shit that happened between them Mm -hmm. kind of but not really um they always had a good relationship so i don't know i mean i don't overall i think you have to watch the show to like understand obviously georgia like I said, Georgia's for the grown folks. She's ha- she's way more interesting, I think, and way more thought out and well-rounded than Jenny, which is unfortunate because Jenny is a black main character mm-hmm. <laughs> and they kind of fucked up her character, I think. Um, like, a lot of people don't like her because she's an asshole. Um, but, yeah, overall, I ended up liking the show more than I thought that I would. Um, and I feel like adults and teens would enjoy it um what did that person say she basically said the same thing that i said if you're gonna have um by if if the only way you're gonna have black lead characters is if they're biracial at least make their parents black Mm -hmm. or the parent if they're gonna be a single parent black but like i said later on in the show her dad does come into play. And so he's in a few episodes and she has interactions with him and they kind of talk about their differences and kind of what she's going through. And it makes a lot of sense. There is that. So Ginny and Georgia kind of went viral when it first came out because there's this really cringe scene of her and her, which you don't know when if you just see that scene, but that's her boyfriend um, is this mixed Asian boy mixed with white Taiwanese and white and um they're going back and forth about like who's more ethnic essentially Mm -hmm. 
like very bad, but you know, Netflix is gonna do what they're gonna do. So it is what it is. Um but yeah, your your turn. Okay. Um so yeah, so we're on snowfall. <laughs> snowfall, um man, shit is picking up. And it's 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 a lot is happening. So we're behind two uh two episodes technically. So uh, season we're on season four. Episode four was called Expansion. Now the recap of this says Franklin's mis- missteps put Leon in in the crosshairs, resulting in an unexpected reconnection. Uh, Teddy faces fallout from Tijuana. Irene's investigation has a promising new lead. Franklin tries to appease Sissy. Sissy is of course his mom. Um, don't nothing else really matter to me about this show right now besides Franklin and Leon shit. I don't give a fuck about nothing else on this goddamn show right now outside of what's going on between Franklin, Leon, uh, Manboy, and uh, I forget the other nigga name. Scully. Them niggas, like, that's the only, that's the main thing for me. I don't give a fuck about fucking Gustavo. I don't give a fuck about Teddy. I don't give a fuck about nobody else on this show. Um, so, as we know, who was saying, speaking on that, I'm just going to speak about the highlight of what's going on right now. So, as we know, Scully and him um, pulled up and did a drive-by on Leon him. Um, so, of course, we know Leon going to want to retaliate. Leon and hired a private investigator to research where Scully be at and all his hideouts and shit. He didn't find out where he'd eat at, his, his grandmama house, how long he'd be at his grandmama house, all that shit. Figured out the whole rotation. Um, so once he finally, uh, figure out where he stays at and where he resides at, they try to start plotting and planning on how they're going to take this nigga Scully out. Um, because of course, nobody really likes Scully right now. Um, and then, so yeah, it just, just so happens, coincidentally, while Leon and his boys is in one car, Scully, uh, well not Scully, but Scully's boys... It's in the, like pulls up in a car next to them because there's an ice cream man or like I'm sorry there's a hot dog stand or ice cream guy that's like walking across the street so they're forced to have to stop to let him go across the street mm-hmm. so literally like while Leon and them car right here they have to stop for this nigga to walk by and then, so it's like they look over and it's like oh shit yo that's the niggas right there it was literally one of them moments mm-hmm. so both cars pull out their guns and start spraying like oh. instantly so. They pointing that way, they pointing that way, busting off shots. So everybody getting shot the fuck up. So <laughs> he looked like that so demoing me right now. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> shot his ass. Bop, bop. No, that's literally how it was. So um, everybody clearly that's on the side that's closest to the gunshots, they are getting like shot up. So they dead. Like they instantly die. People that's furthest away from the bullets, they good. So of course, Leon, you might have to do this. Of course, Leon and, uh, well, Leon gets out the car just to kind of see who else in there. Let's finish off the job or whatever. So he pull, he walks up and he goes around after he gets out the car, uh, pulls up to the goddamn spot to the car. And he has like a, I think he has like a Uzi on or some shit and still starts to spray. There's a girl in there saying. Is Leon hey. the main character? Nah, Le- no, that Leon's not the main character. Oh, okay. Leon is like. Frank Franklin's the main character. Okay, okay. Leon is like his like Robin. Okay. Or whatever. But they had a fallout. out. So they oh, okay. They're beefing now. Yeah. So okay. now he kinda of trying to do his own thing or whatever. But the thing is, Franklin has the plug. Franklin 
has the connect to the plug to get all the drugs, which is Teddy, of course. Mm-hmm. So that's how they're able to get it, get all the drugs in for the low and be able to run the street. So without Franklin, Franklin's connect or Franklin's plug, they ain't really getting no no drugs in. Mm-hmm. Um, so he pulls out. He sees somebody, whatever. He still starts shooting and shit, which I do feel like he should have stopped. But I think like once you just kind of caught up in that adrenaline. Ain't no telling what's going on. He's like, nigga, I'm finna just wreck the whole car. Mind you, everybody appeared to be dead in the car outside of this uh, this lady that was in the car or the girl that was in the car. So we shooting up, boom, boom, boom. And then so out of nowhere, he gets closer and all you hear is like the lady crying and screaming and shit. Crying and screaming, crying and screaming. Oh my God, my baby. It was a little girl that was in there that he shot at. Oh, damn. And turned out to be this. It ended up being Scully's daughter. Mm-hmm. So, the nigga who he was looking for, the nigga they were looking for, that's who they were, like, so, basically, Scully's girlfriend and his daughter was in that car that got shot up. Mm. So, my thing was like this. I was torn because, realistically, Leon didn't know that. Like, he didn't know it was a little girl in the car. I feel like Scully niggas knew, it was like, oh, shit, we got, the, we got his family here, bro. We can't be getting into it with them. Like, let's just drive off. Mm-hmm. But, nah, they were like, yo, that's them niggas right there. So they start shooting. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like if you know you got Scully's girl and his daughter in the car, why y'all exchanging shots right now? But, so yeah, so now Leon fucked up. Um, Me personally, this is going to sound harsh. But this is me. And this is like if I had the street nigga mentality. If I was Leon, I would have killed the lady too. And I'm saying this because... You can't leave no witnesses. And that leads into the next episode because now baby girl know who he is. Yeah. So now she telling Scully is telling uh, Man... Because mind you, Man Boy and Scully were beefing. But I'm going to tell you the connection. Uh, Scully is dating Man Boy's sister. But they beefing. They literally killing each other's... They, they literally rival gangs, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. And Franklin chose the side of Man Boy as opposed to Scully. Mm. Man Boy thought he killed Scully. But he didn't. Mm. But so yeah, now it's a whole lot of hoopla. It's a whole <laughs> lot of shit. So yeah, I personally, if we talked about this in our group, it would have hurt my soul. But it's like, bro, now she know who you are. Not like you, like you, you're done at this point yeah. because now you're the only nigga that's really in this area with this big ass motherfucking fro. Yeah. On top of that, uh, so so he easy to spot. He's very easy to spot. So um. So yeah, that's that. That was pretty much the end of that episode. So they run off, burn the car up, boom, boom. Next episode. Let me see what the episode was called. I think it was called. It's two episodes. Yeah. Or because well, we're two we, weeks behind. Yeah, we're two weeks behind. Uh, the get back. Now I can't remember on which episode happened to Wanda. Oh, uh, I think it was this episode. But basically, Wanda, Oh no, 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 no. That was the last episode. That was in episode four. Wanda had, they was trying to shoot up uh, Leon and them, but they shot up, they, uh, Wanda ended up getting shot in a crossfire. Wanda is a crackhead who used to date Leon before she was a crackhead, mm-hmm. but she started fucking with drugs and then turned into a crackhead. Mm-hmm. So that's what kind of made him like, all right, y'all tried to kill me, y'all didn't kill, and that's the thing about Leon too. Leon is still in love with this girl. And I'm like, bro, you got to let her go. Like, he always trying to, like, look out for her. But you can tell he's like, man, damn, Wanda, just go ahead, man. And, like, but I'm like, bro, like, she's a crackhead now. She literally belongs to the streets. Just let her, mm-hmm. let her go. But he didn't pretty much pay for her whole stay into, uh, like, in the hospital until she get better. 
So he's trying, like, so I do appreciate that. But, um, so yeah, this episode, episode five, is called The Get Back. It says, Franklin is torn between business and loyalty as tragedy causes alliances to shift. Uh, Teddy bails out Gustavo, which, again, I don't care about none of that shit. Irene's investigation moves closer to the Saint family, which, of course, I told y'all I didn't trust Irene. I knew she, I knew something was finna happen, and I knew somehow it was gonna fall back on, on the Saints, so... We finna see what's gonna happen, but I don't. I don't like her. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, speak on this same story now. Now, man, boy, of course knows who did it because his sister told him. So now he is now. You know, they he apologized to Scully. They all cool now. They are kumbaya because now their whole thing is like we trying to avenge baby girl. So, um, basically. Franklin is kind of forced by Manboy to choose a side because realistically, Manboy did kind of do some shit for Franklin. So it's like he expecting the same thing in return. So now he's expecting Franklin to turn over Leon mm-hmm. to them. Um, and if not, then they gonna have issues. So that's basically the whole thing with them. So of course, and like I said, now like it just said, like he's kind of torn. He don't know if he should protect Leon. Or if he should give Leon up. Because realistically, Leon... Now, Leon, this shit is all... Like, the cops know about it now. So, his pictures have been out all on the on the news and shit now. They got... They own some property. I think they own, like, an apartment complex or... A, uh, yeah, they own an apartment or a hotel. I can't remember. So, they got him, like, staying at the hotel on the low for right now. But it's gonna come a time to where you got to choose a side, frankly. Like, you finna give up your nigga or your ex-nigga, but kind of still your nigga. Or... You gonna risk it all and kind of go into war. And right now, Franklin and them don't have—they don't have no heavy hitters. They don't have no squad. Like the one <laughs> nigga they did have, he left. Like he was from the military. He was like, "Listen, I can see over there. We was killing other motherfuckers, but here we, in the streets, we killing our own people. I ain't mm-hmm. down with that." Mm-hmm. So he did. Like mm-hmm. he, Franklin was like, "Listen, bro. Like you can't leave right now. I'll double your pay right now. Like we don't—we really need you right now." I said, "Bro, I can't do it." Mm-hmm. So right now they don't have no no kind of force behind them. Mind you, Franklin limping, so he can't really do much in his goddamn self. Um, he literally has like a support cane, support crutch right now. Um, so yeah, it's a lot. I really don't know what's gonna happen. Me personally. I don't know what I would do. Everybody, we've been all talking like, what would we do in this situation? Would we give Leon <laughs> up? Or would we have to just face the music? And me personally, I kind of think I would kind of give Leon up. Only because he already on the goddamn news, bro. Your face is everywhere. Again, you have a fro. His mama came in and, uh, 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 Franklin's mama came in and braided his hair. And he started crying and shit. Because I guess he kind of felt like some type of like motherly... Mm-hmm. affection or motherly love from her or whatever. Then he probably felt ashamed too because, again, he just killed a little girl. Mm-hmm. But she braided his hair and shit. And I'm like, bro, you, that ain't gonna fucking hell. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> that's like that's like ludicrous having a, his big ass fro and then braiding this shit. We still know that's motherfucking ludicrous. <laughs> it still look the same. Right. But anyway, so yeah, I'm interested to see what's gonna happen next. Um, again, I don't give a fuck about nobody else, no other plot. Nothing else. That's the main thing right now. Mm-hmm. So, we gonna see. Hmm. Oh, and I got my other one. And then a thousand processes. The finale yeah. came on like last week, I believe. Nothing really changed. Um, <laughs> what you said last week? Yeah, it's the last big. episode. Um, now the the what did improve, I guess, or what did happen was the um, brother. I forget his name, but the brother he got approved for his surgery, so he lost enough weight for his. 
of course, the sister was, uh, Tammy was jealous, per usual. Because she still haven't got her surgery. Because she still ain't got her surgery, and she still ain't lost, she's still gaining the goddamn weight. Mm. Um, but, of course, Tammy just had COVID, so they've been staying away from her ass. Uh, the brother also had COVID. They brother also had COVID, so they both been kind of staying away from everybody, whatever. The baby, of course, is here, so uh, they've been staying away from the baby. They don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. bring nothing on the baby, so it's been a while. Once they had several tests, whatever, they found out they were negative. They went to go see the baby. It was cute having a little family interaction by them. When I tell you this baby was on Tammy and was literally like a fucking football on her big ass, she was like, it was like this. It was. It literally looked like this, and like it was just all rest of her body. And wow! I, <laughs> so did she have to have a C section, or did she give birth naturally? She. I think she had to have a C section. Okay. Yeah, she had to have a C section. I believe. Now, see, I would want to have seen how they did that. Yeah, I think so. Because the baby came a little early too. I think so. I think she did have to have a C section. I think. I believe so. Yeah. Because I heard, because you know the thing, not the thing, but. You know, now me and my 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 friends are in, you know, that state of our lives where we're talking about having kids and pregnancy and how all that shit works and nobody ever tells you how it actually works. But mm-hmm. um, I was told that with a C-section, they like take out all of your insides oh, to get to the baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, how did they like... Move all that out of the way. Yeah. I Ooh, that fat around they should, did she get her surgery? Did she get a surgery or not? No? Tam- so the mom, Tammy is the is the sister. Who's What's the one who had the baby? Tammy and um, fuck, I can't think of her goddamn name right now. Not Tammy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, because yeah. I was gonna say they should just lap band her up while yeah. they was nah. doing the T- yeah. T-section. The, the mama, I forget her goddamn name. The mama has had her her surgery already, but she still gotta like. Of course, we're supposed to keep her weight down. Which yeah. is why the doctor said we gonna, you should get weight right. two years. Yeah, before you get pregnant. Right. But now you got to take care of this baby. How you going to take care of this baby and worry about losing weight? Exactly. Uh, Amy. Amy's her name. Yeah. Amy and Tammy. Um, so, yeah, they had to sit down with, with Tammy and saying, like, listen, you got to tighten up. We know that your nigga literally has been giving you food. Um, we know that, you know, it has to be, there has to be that. And she got all different. She gets so defensive. I don't want y'all blaming him. It's not him. But it's like, girl, yes, it is. Like, this nigga be eating whatever the fuck around you, and you'll, like, take a piece. Or you like, he'll get, like, or he'll bring you something on the low. Like, don't sit and try to fake the fun. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, they were just like, listen, I'm, I'm, the brother kind of walked away like, listen, I'm done. I can't, if she not trying to help herself, there's nothing I can really do. Yeah. So, he kind of just kind of walked away with it and cleaned his hands with her. Um, but he's going to move on with his procedure and his surgery. Like, I don't blame him either. Um, and that was kind of it. That's pretty much the end of it. It wasn't really much else. It wasn't that much on the... What the hell wrong with him? It wasn't that much on the final episode, to be honest with you. Yeah. So. Okay, well, on to... We need to catch up with 90 Day. We got so many things to watch. We did. We like three episodes behind. Or two and a half. Bullshit. They about six. That's about... It's going to be another Snyder cut. (laughs) Trying to watch. Right. Trying to catch up on 90 Day Fiance. Right. So, um, we have, you know, the weather is getting warmer and, you know, it's 
I don't know if proms are happening, but if proms are happening, those are happening. Graduations are definitely happening, at least graduation photo shoots are. So make sure that you check out Rooney Boutique for all your special occasion and events coming up. At Rooney, we make customized um, clothing so that you can have a unique garment to whatever you are experiencing um, and you want to celebrate so we want to make sure that you look your best during that time um, so let us curate your wardrobe and have you feeling your best during your most important moments that's Rooney Boutique order now at runiboutique.com huh? So we are back and it's time for the tea of the week. Mm-hmm. We got a lot um, to talk about. <laughs> so, and I know that we just came off of talking about a lot, but we did watch two movies um, and one was four hours long. So mm-hmm. there's that. And I think Cherry was kind of long too. It was like two, yeah, two, she, two-ish hours. Yeah, she short either. Um, so Cherry is a movie that was written by the Russo's brother's sister and was directed by the Russo brothers. Okay. So the Russo brothers are the directors of Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this movie was based on a book, so it's an adaptation. Um, and the book is essentially about... This uh, couple that meet when they're young in um, college, like their freshman year of college, and um, the the girlfriend, she kind of has issues with love, and so she starts to feel like she's falling in love with this guy, and in order to like prevent herself from being hurt, she decides that she wants to transfer out of the country. Have you read the book? No. Oh, okay. I'll say you talking like you have. No, I'm talking about what happened in the movie. Oh, I thought you were talking about the book, child. My no, bad. this is what happened in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so when she tells her boyfriend that she wants to move out of the country, you know, he's supportive, but he also is freaking out and he enlists in the army. And so shenanigans ensue. Why is that a motherfucker first goddamn thought? Like, oh my god, because she's he go has somewhere. problems. Oh, like the first, t- the first. Okay, so this movie was a roller coaster, literally. No, literally. Like, I didn't. The way that it was filmed, like it was very, you know, creative stylistically. It was mm. like weird and fades and blurs and like there was some fourth wall breaking and it was all it was like every what do you call it like film uh come on film degree no or like or like stylistic choice and like directing like every like it had different styles yeah. yeah And you know how you had to like mise en scene yeah, and, yeah. and it was fourth wall breaking yeah. and uh, film noir. <laughs> it was really weird. Like, it, was, it was like a clusterfuck of different shit. Yes, yes. I thought a lot of Spike Lee shit in there too for some reason. It kind of gave me like Kind of. Weird. Like when they added in like the little yeah, scenes yeah. of like shit that happened. Yeah. Yeah, it was very, it was very, 
It's just every, it was very like film student heavy. Yes, yes, 100%. That was definitely something that I would have seen in a film class. Yeah, 100%. like everything that you would look for in like how to direct a film yeah. is like in this movie. Yes. Um, it, it's because it starts off with like, you start at the the current times or what is, you start in a, in a current moment and then you right. go to the past. Yeah. So that's one trope or whatever. Um, but yeah, so obviously the main character, the main guy, um, which they never say his name in the movie. Like I'm 99% sure they never say his name in the movie, but in the credits, it's, his name is Cherry, um, is Tom Holland. And, um, then there's his love interest. I only remember her real, her character name, which was Emily, I believe. Um, I don't remember the actress name. Hon- quite honestly, I didn't really like the actress, but I'm biased. I'm biased as hell. So <laughs> she looked, she looked very young to me. Like it was very strange. I so this is one, this is one thing I appreciated the fact that they were in college. I was like, okay, I'm here for this. They're in college, but they also still looked very, very young <laughs> at the same time. Um, and so yeah, so he has this like you know you know, misfit group of friends who are, like, just kind of, you know, doing whatever. He just kind of, he has a job at a restaurant and, you know, but his his whole life, you could tell that he kind of has, like, some anxiety issues maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he meets this girl and he just immediately kind of falls in love with her and makes her his world. And then she says she's going to leave and so he enlists in the army. And so this is when the movie picked up for me is when he goes to um, boot camp. <laughs> oh yeah, that shit turned good. The, the, like I said, this movie was so it was it was all over the place because it was like a it was like a dark comedy, Bruh. and then it was an action movie. The whole time he was in the military was like a military action movie. Like they had full budget for that shit. Like yeah. them niggas was really over there blowing shit up. Right. Blowing people up, busting off shots. They had a whole like the boot the boot camp scene was like Bro, they had this twenty minutes. Yeah, that this was nigga doing a robot or some <laughs> shit. That shit had me crying. Yes, yeah. So that was that was interesting. Oh, and they had the scene where um where he has to get like an anal check or whatever, oh, yeah. and it's like the camera coming from his booty hole, whatever. And like I said, it was literally so much happening in this film. Yeah, I didn't expect him to be in the military for so long. Yeah. Like, or them to show that much of it. Yeah. Because oh, that's shit. not... It's, it's, it is a huge part of what happens, but it's also not at yeah. the same time. Yeah. So he does his, like, time in the military. I think it was two years, maybe four. It kind of... I don't know. I think it, it was four. Together to me. They don't, they didn't, did they separate it? They, they did say how long he was in the military okay. for. I think it was four. Like, I think you have to do four years. Because, he, of course, he went when when she was a freshman. Also, we don't even oh, we we forgot about this part. <laughs> uh, we so when when she anyway they have a moment where she decides you know what I'm okay with being in love with you I'm gonna stay I was really just trying to run away. From I was you. like God damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Oh well, <laughs> I enlisted <laughs> in the army. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, he didn't never really want it to go, but he right. just did it on impulse. But he ended up... Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> literally. So, um, so yeah. So, 
before uh, they leave, they get married. So they're like, you know, still whatever, 19 or whatever when they get married and he goes to the military. Uh, and I believe he's over there for four years because when he gets out, she's in grad school. Okay. Um, so that's why I think he was over there for four years. Okay. Um, of course, we all know that it's very traumatic. Like I said, he he was never he didn't even go over there to be like a ranger. He's he was a medic, right? So he's he went over there to help people, he's or he chose a job where he was helping people, right. not necessarily killing people. Um, he saw a lot of fucked up shit. Yeah, he had to put that nigga guts and stomach back into his. Yes, shit. Ooh, it was very graphic. Yeah. Um, the his like best friend who was in the yeah. military was killed, and that kind of just fucked him up forever. Yeah. Um, and so that was so he comes back and he has to deal with the PTSD of being right. in the military. Right. Um, and he was, like, drinking, I think, at first, and, you know, his wife was like, look, you need to go see somebody, because I'm not going to deal with you being drunk all the time. Um, so he goes to, like, the VA to get help, and they basically put him, and I think he had, was, like, dibbling in Oxycontin, maybe a little bit before he went to the VA, because um, one of his friends had a connect or whatever, but the the psychologist at the VA prescribes oxy, which that makes no sense to uh, me. But I'm not a psychologist, and we know how. Even though this country is like AA, the military, they honestly really don't give a fuck about them at the end of the day. Uh-uh. So especially when they come back home. Come back. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so they give they prescribe him oxy. So he's like, okay, like I'm bordering on having a drug problem, and y'all just gonna prescribe more drugs. Um, and so he's, you know, doing his pills or whatever, and this just, it's not realistic, but I guess if you're just so in love, um, his wife was like, well, you know what, you're not finna be the only one high and not having to deal with this shit. I'm about to start getting high too. And shit just uh, rolls downhill after that. So they graduate from Oxy to Heron. Heron. (laughs) To the heroin. Base. Um, and they're full on crackheads and, you know, Tom put on his, uh, crackhead face. Yes, he did. And, and yeah, full crackhead, like full crackhead. They were shitting on themselves and (laughs) it was wild. Uh, it was wild. Like she literally, well, I forget what she was doing, but they literally had to come out to the car just to tie off real quick. Yeah, because she was still teaching. She still had a job, but she was also an addict. So she was right. trying to be like a responsible, a functioning addict. This nigga will pull up to the school in the car, yeah. tie her off real quick, hit her up, and goddamn sit up right back in the goddamn Yeah, school. but it was like, it was it was bad because it kind of reminded me of when I used to watch my drug shows with my family when they used to force me to watch them. Of like, you can't, if if you don't, it was very like, if you don't have your drugs, you will get sick. Get so sick. so it was like she yeah. had to have her shot in order to make it through her work day. Right. Um, Which is crazy to me. Yeah. Your body just starts depending on it. Yeah. Um, and so in order to... Obviously, you know, they spiral really, really bad to the point where she can't work anymore. Um, and in order to make ends meet, um, he starts robbing banks and it was very like white privilege because this nigga had no disguise at all walked right in and walked right out and i guess it's because um 
I guess it's because like banks probably don't want to really get into the whole shootout thing. So if you just ask nicely, quote unquote, they're going to give you the money and let you go. Walk right up with a note saying, I have a gun. Give me everything I have out of your teller. Literally. Give me everything out of the register. And that was it. Um, And so, yeah, so he's robbing banks and and he's getting away with it. So Mm -hmm. he keeps doing it. And another funny kind of, uh, like I said, I think it's a dark comedy. They named all the banks like these, like, like, Shitty banks. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Bank of America was like Bank Fucks America or yeah. something. Like, it was it was funny. Um, but yeah, so eventually he starts feeling bad because, like, you know, he he knows. Oh, his uh, wife uh, ODs and she almost mm-hmm. dies. And, you know, she was going to be sent off to rehab and he tries to force her to go to rehab and she says she doesn't want to go. And so at that point, he knows that he's like fucking up her life. And so he starts to, you know, have regrets about um, what they're doing, essentially. Uh, They end up getting some the drug dealer killed. It's a lot. I don't want to get too deep into it because we want to let y'all watch the movie. Um as far as like specific things that happen. Right. Um, and so the final, so then you end up at where it started at with him at this kind of like final bank. Um, and he basically kind of tells the teller, cause like I said, for some reason in this uh, movie, they're not calling the cops when you rob a bank immediately. Or, you know, the cops don't come because they ain't shit. <laughs> they're not rushing to the speed of the crime. So, he tells the seller, uh, teller to call the cops on him, um, and he just kind of takes his time, like Walks leaving. Walks in the middle of the street, busts off some shots. In yes, the middle of the street. yes, some gunshots. Police still was taking their sweet ass time to get there. <laughs> yes, and then he shoots up one last time because he knows he's going to jail and this is going to be it. Um, he goes to jail, and honestly, I feel like the movie should have stopped right there. I thought he had OD'd in the street. Yeah. No, he just kind of did like his final shoot up because he knew he was going to jail. Okay, yeah, I thought he had because like he was like out. Like, yeah, like he he yeah. had that one last good hit in. Right, <laughs> he knew he was going to jail. Right. <laughs> um, and so I think that the movie should have stopped right there. It did not. There was like a uh, a jail scene, so he's in jail. I think he gets like twenty years. No, he gets like fifteen or something. I don't know. Um, cause he gets locked up. No, he gets locked up in 2007. Um, of course he goes through withdrawals in jail. Um, and then it kind of shows like a little jail sequence of him kind of getting clean in jail. And then it fast forwards to 2021, which we're going to talk about the things we didn't like about this movie. But anyway, um, so speeds up to 2021. He gets out in 2021. So that's why I say he did like 15, 16 years or whatever. And of course it ends where his wife picks him up so they stay together throughout all this shit. I knew she was gonna be there and wait on his ass. I knew it. Yeah. I mean, I guess you became a crackhead for this nigga, essentially. So, (laughs) I I just didn't like how, I don't know. I just felt like even, oh, you said we were talking about something we didn't like. Okay, we can talk about characters we love. Or do you want to talk about stuff you didn't like? Well, I just didn't like that. Well, in that particular part right there, I didn't like him being old like I that's like what i was gonna say to... that was gonna say something that i hated was the hair and makeup yeah. it was awful yeah them trying to make him look old was a it was awful trash yeah his hair was horrible his hair was horrible i don't know why 
Um, Why can't he just use his regular hair? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the thoughts were. I don't know if, like, back maybe a few couple years ago, like, right after... Um, Right after Far From Home came out, I do remember, and then he had that movie, uh, that animated movie, Spies in Disguise. I do remember, like, when he, he was doing promo with Will Smith, I think that he had cut his hair off. Mm. So, I don't know if, like, he cut his hair off before they started filming this movie. Okay. I'm guessing that he did, because right. they had him in wigs. Right. Right. <laughs> and there was, like, one part when he was in the military yeah, that his... hair off. Yeah, yeah, they they had them cut his hair off, or they cut their hair off in the military, but they didn't show him getting his hair cut because his hair was already cut. They mm-hmm. had him in wigs, like, the first half of the movie. They looked trash. Yeah. Um, but no, I think kind of towards the end, his hair started to grow back, but then he cut it again when they were crackheads. Um, and then at the end of the movie, when he was older, they had him in a wig again. Mm-hmm. It was just... And then that makeup... <laughs> all bad but like i said i feel like the movie is a dark comedy what i would consider a dark comedy so i also feel like them aging them up 15 years and mm-hmm. them looking like they was on a what the fuck is that show jackass with <laughs> looking like um johnny Knoxville when he was in his old man makeup right. <laughs> i think that was you know perhaps for a comedic effect um but yeah characters we loved uh, obviously, I loved his medic friend. That it was is. so sad. Yes, yeah, I, like I did not want him to pass. That was so upsetting. But you know what? I had a feeling he was. Yeah, me too. Because it was they, just they gave us too much of him. Yeah, and they made us like him too much. Movies yeah. always do that. Yeah, they, writers always make us like a character so much, and then they fucking kill him. Especially like in war movies or yeah movies where it's like violence. Like we know the motherfucker's gonna die. So I was expecting it. Yeah. Yeah. He was the most likable person in the in the in the in the thing. One hundred percent. Um, in the movie, I mean, and Cherry was cool. Well, he wasn't cool. He was fucked up. <laughs> he was like I said, this was, it was a roller coaster of emotions. Like he really had a lot going on. Yeah. At in the entire movie, there was they never took the brakes off of what the fuck he had going on. Um, who else for you? Loved. Yeah, yeah that was it. Yeah, I'm saying it wasn't nobody that was yeah. really else for real. Maybe that drunk man that was in the restaurant. <laughs> who was who was this nigga? I said who, who dropped was, him off. What was this nigga's? Uh, what was his care? I mean, that's when I said look like uh, that was a Seth drug Rogen. dealer. That was a drug. Okay, that's yeah, right. that's right. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's he right. was the plug. Um, I liked the fact that Damon Damon Wayans Jr. was in it. And yeah, I, I feel like him being he was funny. Yeah, I feel like him being a drill sergeant was kind of a nod to, of course, his major, dad being pain. major pain. Yeah, like, so I like that. And even when we were watching, we were like, "Wait, is that?" I pointed him out. Yeah, you did. Give me my props. I know you did, but I thought it looked like him the whole entire time. But I was just like, I don't know. That nigga looked a little old. Yeah. Oh, you know who else was in that? Who else was in that movie? The um, uh, Darwin. Oh yeah, Darwin. Yeah, Pooch. Pooch <laughs> Yeah, he was like a recruiter or something. Yeah, he was a recruiter. And yeah, that nigga gained some weight, boy. He yeah. He chunky face. I was like, damn. They had, they had some cameos in that movie. Yeah, they did. Um, But yeah, I don't know. That was pretty much it. it. Characters we hated. I hate to be like this, but y'all know I ain't like the girl. I mean, I didn't <laughs> dislike her. I didn't, I, mean, I didn't dislike her either, but I just felt like... What else you said she was in? I don't know her. I ain't never seen her before. You had looked it up during the movie. I ain't never seen her before. So, Jose watched the movie yesterday. 
and he was tweeting and I was like, we had the exact same thoughts because, and this kind of goes along with, can Tom Holland not be Peter Parker? It's very difficult to separate him from Peter Parker. Yeah, to separate is. his other roles from yeah. Peter Parker because his his English accent is sound or his American accent sound the same in everything, mm-hmm. and he always sounds like that. Oh, da, 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 da. <laughs> this little high pitched right. voice, like he always just is awkward and you know don't really know what's going on, having too many feelings but don't know how to how to express them. Like right. he's always some version of Peter Parker. Um, Oh, girl, played a neighbor. That's what it was. Played a okay. neighbor's one and two. Okay. Oh, you know what? Was she the main character? I think so. She's like one of the main. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, what? Let me see what Jose said because me and him had a moment yesterday and it was funny. It wasn't nobody else I necessarily really. I don't think I necessarily disliked anybody for real. Um. Okay. So this is what Champagne Fabi said. Can't unsee Peter Parker in this cherry movie. It's my head canon that Peter and MJ alternate alternate universe characters are crackheads. Yeah. <laughs> and I said someone needs to write the crackhead fic fan like a fan fiction story between Rue and Cherry. And then he responded with a picture of both of them in their crackhead characters. She was the baddest, he was the realist. <laughs> but nah, for real, like I can just see a fan fiction. Like, it's probably already out there or they're probably already working on it where it's like Peter and MJ are the crackheads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. Shenanigans that all ensues. It would be a very, very dark fan fiction. But, yeah, <laughs> nonetheless, I can see it happening. I can see it being written. And, um... Kyle was in this too, which was random. Yeah, that was very random. But he did, he, I mean, the scenes he were in, he did a good job. Yeah. Um, but yes, they, they definitely, they definitely are convincing crackheads. So that was very interesting. I would say the most intense scene, I didn't want to say, you know, scene for scene what happened, but, uh, when his wife OD'd and he was stabbing himself with a needle. Oh yeah, I couldn't look. I literally turned away. (laughs) That was, that was some of the best acting I've ever seen Mr. Thomas do. Okay. I literally turned away. I was like, oh, he's going through mind y'all, it. mind y'all, y'all. They are heroin addicts, and y'all know I fucking hate needles. Yeah. So, so this I whole movie, he was cringing. The whole entire movie, I look, I didn't see one needle at penetrate skin because I couldn't look. I literally would cover my eyes. I didn't do it <laughs> at all. And like, Poor so, thing. No, so I, I can't see. I just can't see how somebody can do that, bro. Like just tie themselves off with a fucking tube or a belt, find a vein, nigga. I. My veins shrink when I'm trying to give blood. I can't imagine me trying to get high. But they got to do what they got to do to get that fixed. Good God Almighty. Okay, anyway. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely recommend this movie. Like we said, it was a roller coaster ride. It started off, we were a little bit unsure, but it definitely picked up. I would say, ultimately, I did not... It's a dark comedy, but it's also a love story, um, which... Y'all know how I feel about that. I don't really need a romantic element to these things. But the fact that they did end up together at the end of Girl, the day. Girl, you love rom-coms and all that shit. I, cap, like, you don't like no romantic like, love shit. And if that's what the movie is going to be about, but if it's going to be about all of this, why does that have to be, like, the underlying theme? Like, if it's going to be action and comedy, then I don't need... That's what we started with. We started with them loving each other. <sighs> yeah, I know. 
It wasn't until he, baby girl was finna leave. He was like, well, shit, I guess I'll do something with my life. It says, you'll be gone and I'll fucking join the army. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I just, I don't know. Maybe it's because I just didn't believe it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> but I don't know. I just like him with Zendaya. But I know he can't be with her in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So let's get into this Justice League Snyder Cut conversation. I will preface this by saying that we saw the first Justice League at a midnight showing, and I believe Brent was definitely knocked out. I was dead before the movie started. I believe it was that, <laughs> it was that trash. I think that I fell asleep, but I thought that I saw most of it, but it was so long ago that I don't remember what happened. In addition, we also saw it at like a, like a screening, so it was like late as hell, I believe. Yeah, that's like, why I said it was midnight. Yeah, it was definitely midnight. So It was midnight like the day before. Yeah. It was like midnight Wednesday night. Right. Like it was even midnight Thursday night. Right. So yeah, we was already prone about to fall asleep anyway, but it just it just did nothing. It did nothing. Yeah. It was all. very it was very boring. Yeah. Um and I never went back to rewatch it. So mm-hmm. basically we were watching this with fresh eyes. I remember the fact that Superman was dead. Um and I remember the villain and that was it. I have a quick question since I didn't necessarily see the first movie. Yeah. What's the difference between this one and, and that one? I think just the land. But I'm telling you. So that's... the same shit happened? Yeah. So the same shit happened in this movie that happened in the first movie? Yeah. So the what makes this the one... same. So what makes this one different? Because it's land. longer? That's what I'm saying. The land. And I guess you got more storytelling because it was more time. Oh. So the same shit happened in the first one, basically. Yeah. I mean, you could Google it to make sure. But I'm pretty sure. Uh, I know for sure the villain was the same. And I honestly, I remember the first one ending. Like I said, we only saw this that one time. And it was probably 3 o'clock in the morning. But I only remember it ending with like, at the end where they uh, killed the uh, Steppenwolf. Mm. And that's why I remember where it ended. Well. <laughs> like that whole scene, that dream sequence, that was all added in. Clearly. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this movie was long as fuck. Can't emphasize that enough. <laughs> With no, a capital this, F-U-C-K. This whole entire movie, bro, I was just getting pissed off. Like, the movie was good, but I was just getting more and more pissed off the longer and longer it was. And what made me get more and more pissed off was every time we saw, like, what was it, Phase? Phase yes. 1 or fa- I don't uh, know Part. That part, yeah, Part 1. We thought it was part. four parts because it was four hours. Right, so we was like, It okay. was seven parts. Bro, we got to like the third part. We was like, all right, babe, we got one hour left. That shit still said like two, two seven hours. hours. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I got so mad. <laughs> and then I realized that Superman still hadn't even showed up at the two hour mark. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, bro, that shit. And, and that shit ain't got to be nowhere near that goddamn long. Which is why, and I mean, normally... No, normally we don't watch them because we don't be that pressed. Um, I feel like this was an event, but normally directors' cuts are longer mm-hmm. because it's what they want it to be. Right. Um, so I think this is like a standard for a director's cut, but obviously I feel like more people are engaged because the first one sucked so bad. So they were hoping that this would be more of an explanation and better. And ultimately it was. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say my qualms with it. Uh, a lot of people gave a high price. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. And the reason why I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten is one, which obviously you can't change this. 
the writing did, still didn't hit for me. Every time they made a joke, I did not laugh. I did not find it funny at all. I felt it was a little corny. I know Barry was supposed to be the comic relief. He didn't do nothing for me. Barry was Flash. Flash, yeah. yeah. I like Flash. I'm sorry, I'll get into that later. <laughs> no, I know. I know that you did. But I was just like, mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He, just... he was. He gave me like DC. That's what Peter he, Parker. he was supposed he to be the Peter Tom Parker. Yeah. He was definitely supposed to be the Peter Parker, yeah. but Peter Parker can do it better. I don't know. I mean, Ivy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It just didn't hit. Even like, um, even um, Aquaman's lines, which I think in the first movie, I remember kind of laughing a little bit more at his lines, but he's supposed to be, I hate to do this like DC Marvel comparison, but they're just like so alike. And, and I was even reading on Twitter, people were like, no, they borrow from each other all the time. So like Steppenwolf was Loki like their Thanos um, or Darkseid was their Thanos. I don't fucking know. But um and and Steppenwolf was like that kind of old looking alien dude or whatever. Yeah, no, I was I was gonna say that last time I said that nigga kind of like Thanos. <laughs> yeah, um, but I feel like Aquaman is like their Thor, and then mm. Barry is like Peter Parker, mm. and then Bruce is like Tony Stark, and then Cyborg. Mm. I don't know, maybe I, Captain America. I, I was gonna know. say the fact. I was gonna say like. Leader-wise and leading-wise, I'd give, yeah, Batman and, and Tony Stark. But as far as, like, what they're able to do, i give, like, Tony Stark and Cyborg kind of similar. Yeah, they, yeah, kinda, yeah. They technology the same. They're able to read. Yeah. You know. Shit. Yeah. Like, you know, Jarvis had that shit on lockdown for Tony. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Cyborg was, like, Vision. Yes. Essentially, yes, he was Vision. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. And uh, Wonder Woman was, like, Carol Danvers, basically. Um, Who? Captain Marvel. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but so there was, you know, those parallels we could obviously see. Um, I will say that. So yeah, for me, it was just the writing and how long it was. But obviously, they can't rewrite the movie. It was just more, you know, more action, more time, more scenes. So I feel like if they were to redo the writing, if they hired Marvel's writers, perhaps you know things would like hit a little different. Because, right. um, I mean, I like all the actor- actors in the movies. I know that... It's unfortunate that, like, Gal Gadot has her, like, Zionism and, like, all of those type of things going on with where she's from. Wait, what? Um, so, she is... Uh, do you know about, like, the Israel... Like, the Israel-Palestine conflict? Yeah, yeah. So, she's from Israel. Oh, okay, okay. So, she's, like, pro. Tell my... Um... I think she was even in the military. Oh, Wonder Woman? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So there's, like, that whole, you know, problematic thing with her. But I feel like... I don't know. I was going to say, I feel like I'm there a lot of problematic people is with. Because even Henry Cavill has said some problematic shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, yes. Be that as it may. I like all of the actors in the movie. Um, but they just need better lines. So, my positives for the movie, obviously, I feel like Wonder Woman was way better than Wonder Woman 84. Like, it was, like, 10 times better than what we saw in Wonder Woman 84. Mm-hmm. Um, she was actually, like, doing what needed to be done. Honestly, she held the whole team until Superman, until they resurrected him. She was doing all the work. All of the heavy, heavy lifting. <laughs> um... And what else? What else did I like? 
Yeah, so I like the action sequences at the most. At the most part, I like the action sequences. Those are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's mostly what I have to say about this movie. Um, well, yeah, what I have to say about it, of course, is the <laughs> fucking length. It was so goddamn long. Like, I was. That's the thing about me. I I don't. I was surprised I didn't fall asleep on it. I was just. I just. I think because we took breaks, mm-hmm. that's why I didn't. Because we watched kind of during the daytime, like y'all, we really watched from sun up to sundown. Yeah, like, we saw yeah. we was watching when the sun was up. Time got done, it was damn near 10, 11 o'clock almost. Yeah. So, and like I said, we took breaks in between because it, we can't just sit there four hours long straight like Luby did, like passed <laughs> out. Like, um. So yeah, that's my main view for the movie: how long it was. Now, I didn't even you, make it through. You you made it for the most part. Uh, yeah, that you last had, thirty minutes though. Yeah. Mm. Um. So yeah, I I didn't like that. The length was just kind of the main thing. Now the fact that I didn't see the first movie and you know, so I didn't really know what to expect. Mind you, I thought this was like a follow up. I thought this was a continuation. I didn't know <laughs> what the fuck it was. So me knowing now that it was pretty much just the like you said the director's cut or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, and I was trying to see real quick what the difference was. And it says, uh, you see much more of Cyborg, Flash, and Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Um, it says Snyder cuts Whedon's quips. I don't know what the fuck that means. Whedon is that, that's the other, or I don't know if they like, if he was the producer or the other, like the, he had like final approval, but that's the one who was being racist towards the actor he plays. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh, it says new score and great results, so I'm pretty sure it had you know. Oh, that was my the music. The music, and it could have been because Reed had pointed out to me. He was like, if it had better music, it like some of the shit would have hit harder. Because it was like some scenes they just had some weird ass music, and it was like, why? It's Wonder Woman, and then yes, and then oh. yes, every time Wonder Woman came on us <laughs> came on the screen, it was. That with that noise that Brent just made <laughs> and the drums <laughs> every time. Um, and it said it had a new beginning as well. So yeah, but mind you, this was a brand new fucking movie for me, <laughs> um, and I actually liked it. So I'm kind of interested to see what the first one was like and see how I can compare the two. Because I know that I I know from what I saw, from what I did see, it wasn't good, and from what everybody did said about it, it wasn't good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I loved uh, the Flash's character. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I I liked his character. I chuckled at his little moments and shit. Mm-hmm. Like I said, every every part wasn't funny, but, you know, he did have some good parts. Yeah. Um, and I like, I mean, I feel like every movie, especially heroes, you always have that one character or hero that has that kind of personality. Yeah. It's kind of like that lucky go me, happy go lucky. <laughs> lucky go whatever me. Whatever <laughs> Happy go lucky kind of nigga who always cheerful as fuck. Yeah, fucking. super excited to be there. Right. I'm just excited to be here. Right. What you want me to do, Mister? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so I like his character. Um, I don't know if I was gonna like Cyborg or not. Honestly, I liked him. I did, but like I said at first I didn't know if I was gonna like him. Um, because I don't know, like he started. I, I feel know. like they explained his powers a lot better. Yeah, a lot better. Yeah, I but like you know, cause I always thought he was just a machine. I thought he was a, a cyborg. <laughs> Let me go back, cause I forgot the fact that his dad wasn't there. At first, I was just like, 
I don't like the fact that he acting like a brat towards his dad and shit, and mm-hmm. he acting ungrateful as fuck. His dad saved his life practically, like mm-hmm. you know whatever. But then I just kind of forgot until just now, like his dad wasn't there for his games and shit. He mm-hmm. wasn't really there. But mind you, his dad was like the leading motherfucker at this big ass plant and shit or wherever the fuck they were working at. A scientist. Yeah. So it's like he was, and mind you, speaking on Daddy Pope. I said this while we was watching it. This nigga is there, definitely fucking uh, typecast. Type he always plays some type of scientist or some type of nerd who knows something about everything. First <laughs> time I ever saw him, of course, was in Terminator 2. And he was the lead motherfucker at Cyberdyne Systems. And you, <laughs> you go to fucking, you know, like, even in fucking uh, Scandal. Yeah, like B613. Right. And he works at the Smithsonian. Right. He's just very fucking typecast. Like, yeah. Um, but always in some governmental agency, right? Correct. Um, but like I said, like his dad was just doing his shit, and he was just working and just busy. Like I feel like you know, I feel like too that his, I feel like not only was his he angry at his dad for like not being an active participant, but also because his dad kind of forced him to live. Like he, yeah, he didn't ask yeah. for this. Yeah, essentially, yeah. He didn't have no agency in that decision. Right. And that's the thing. Like, what do you do as a parent in those type of situations? Like, clearly he had no, like, consciousness. So you can't sit here and ask him, like, whatever. Like, clearly the mom is gone, gone. So I guess he probably, as a dad, wants to have some part of... Yeah, he wanted to save his son. He wanted to save his son some part of his life. Right, exactly. So, you know, yeah, he didn't have that option or that choice. But it's like... How would you know if you don't have that communication? I guess beforehand of what to do with me. If you know, no, we no, we don't. People don't discuss that. Yeah. People don't because we want to live in the moment. We don't want to even just. I hate my mom even talk about like burial plots and you know what I'm saying like what she want to happen with funeral arrangements. But that's technically stuff you need to know mm-hmm. when those situations happen because mm-hmm. if not, you will have family drama and mm-hmm. a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I do agree with that though. Like he didn't ask for that. He was just kind of just giving this power now but mm-hmm. it's a fire ass power <laughs> like yeah that shit i definitely feel like he has a like i said i didn't know the extent of his powers and his capabilities but i once they gave us more detail mm-hmm. his shit definitely fire i would definitely love to have his mm-hmm. capability you know what i'm saying like it's mm-hmm. as far you know some people would want to be like oh i want to be this superhero i want to be that superhero i wouldn't mind being a cyborg his shit kind of fire yeah i mean he's just like ha- the ultimate hacker essentially basically um but yeah, on the mega council. Yeah. Um, oh, what else was I gonna say? Uh, yeah. So obviously, the main reason we watched that damn movie—not the main reason. Not the main, but we was excited for the Joker. Yeah, yeah, we were. And he was not in the movie to the very end, like literally the last three minutes, and then he—it wasn't real. It was a dream. Y'all, and I'm going to tell you how she shit it and landed back in it and didn't realize <laughs> it until damn, the movie was almost over. I know. So she said, like, I know, jump street. I did. I like, was talking big shit. Big shit. <laughs> like, oh, mind you, like, they hyped us and gassed us with this clip of the Joker. Mind you, I, Mitch, I, I follow Jared Leto, so, like, he's been posting about it. And yeah. I mean, he hasn't really been gassing it, but he's been, po- he been promoting it like he in the movie for real, for real. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> So, um, mind you, that's, so that's the main clip they show us of this uh, director's cut. So, like, all right, cool. So, we finna see 
the fucking Joker. We finna, you know, he finna get his like not redeem, you know, kind of yeah, kind of redemption because everybody, right, because every everybody shitted on him in Suicide Squad, exactly. and we ride for him exactly. So it's like, all right, boom, he finna get redemption time. And mind y'all, like I said, she said like, oh, this shit four hours long, and if I don't see my nigga Jared Leto within the first hour, I'm cutting it off. <laughs> Something that she said, <laughs> and it wasn't until yesterday, y'all, to maybe like three, three and a half hours in, she was like, wait. Where the fuck is the Joker? <laughs> Where the fuck is your letter? I said, see, you taught all that shit. And they literally put this nigga at the very end. And like you said, it was in the, it was literally in, so mind you, when the movie ended, I thought it was over. Then I just said epilogue. And I'm like, okay, so is this where this nigga's finna come in at? And then, so we see like just, some shit in my shit wasn't adding up to me. And then they showed the Arkham Asylum and I thought he was gonna be in there. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, and I that didn't even make sense. Nope. <laughs> so yeah, something about that dream, like the dream didn't make sense to me. I'm like, okay, well, where's Wonder Woman? Who is this woman? Vera, whatever the fuck he did, whatever her name was. I can't remember her name. And oh, then, the Aqua Woman. Oh, that was her? Yeah, that okay. was the same girl. Okay, okay, okay. And then, um... The Aqua Woman. <laughs> I didn't know who the fuck she was. And then, the Atlantean. Yeah, and then Cyborg, um... Looked, uh, different. I don't know. It even was, Flash looked different. I didn't even know that was Flash. That was Flash? Yes, the one who had the like outfit on, yeah. like, and who like flipped his helmet down. That yeah. was supposed to be the Flash, oh, but damn. he looked different too. Yeah. So yeah, none of that makes. I didn't know what the fuck was going and on. I wish that you would have watched Titans because they showed Deathstroke, and Deathstroke he was the one who um who Le- like, what's his name who Lex like, Luthor was talking to on the boat. Was that one who like Deadpool? Yes. Okay. Yes, and he's one of the villains in Titans. Okay, I thought it was Deadpool. You I saw the, I don't know, I saw the silhouette. Like, Deadpool in this bitch? Hold on. If Deadpool make an appearance and start cracking jokes, I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> Wrong franchise. Nah. Deadpool is a Marvel character. I know. I'm just saying, like, I can just see this nigga popping up on some funny shit. Yeah. Like, I kind of had that thought, too, but then I was like, no, I've seen him before. I've seen him before. Yeah. Because um, I watched Titans. But yeah, I'm going to watch it. It's really, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, I know. I, I it's know the only it. reason why I still have hope for DC. Really? Yes. Um. So yeah. Uh, was that? Was that? Uh, I'm trying to see if I have, if we left anything else out. So that dream sequence. Oh yeah. So and yeah. And so we do all that shit, and we go through this whole little three minute, five minute spill. Of this nigga, uh, Jared Leto, just talking. <laughs> they gave my nigga a whole monologue. A whole monologue. <laughs> Good. And then, and then for promotion of the movie, literally, literally. And then um, this nigga uh, Bruce Wayne wakes up. Yep. Okay. And and then who would the fuck? So I have so many questions about this movie. Who the fuck? What did he say? Martian Madman? Martian? Mar- Martian? May Martian something. Manhunt or something. Yes. Like Martian yeah. Manhunt. Yeah. Who the fuck is that? I have no idea. And I thought it was. It sounded like. It sounded like uh. And he showed. And, and he showed up twice. He sounded like Daddy Pope. I he, said, wait a minute, is this? He showed up twice, and I've seen that man before too. He's that black man. I don't know. He's that black man. <laughs> but, right. But I've seen him in other things before. Martian Manhunt. Manhunter. Manhunter. Yes. What the fuck? Oh yeah, that's his, that's my nigga from what's call it from um yes. from the Five Heartbeats. Oh, okay, now I wouldn't know him. Yeah, but I've seen he, him before. What else he played in? Um, you've seen him in something else too. He was the daddy in uh no that wasn't him. 
He was somebody, daddy. You could just look at it. Hold on. But anyways, so yes, who the fuck was that? Um, and then my something that I want to see from DC, um, and I'm gonna go back and we'll. Y'all know how my train of thought works. It's all over the place. But I want to see the story of like Zeus fighting Eric. Like that whole oh, yeah, scene. That, that shit was so fire. Yeah. I would want to see that movie. Yeah, um. I so I was trying to remember because I thought in the first movie of the first Wonder Woman movie. Because I remember them saying like, oh. Well, they mentioned in this movie like, oh, she has the power of the old gods. And then I remember in the first movie they said something like when she had kind of reached her full power something about her having the power of gods and i was like is she zeus's daughter and so i looked it up and she is um hippolyta and zeus's daughter okay so that's why she's like super super strong right um and uh yeah so i ended up reading like the whole backstory of like zeus and like his other basically aries um he ended up fighting him and he created Diana to be able to fight Ares. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what I want to see. That shit would be so interesting. And so going back to that, um, Zeus's powers are also in Shazam. So that's why they have like the lightning bolt. Okay. I ain't never seen Shazam. I know. And people say that it's good. I want to go back and watch it. I think I tried to watch it and I wasn't really feeling it, but, but people say goofy. that. Yeah. To me. But yeah. they said it was good. So I want to go back and watch it. And of course, I want to watch Black Adam too. So... I'm going to go back and watch it, but I am interested in Zeus's character in this universe. Like, I seem, I feel like that would be a really fucking good movie. Um, so, that guy, he played in Man of Steel. He played in, like I said, Five Heartbeats. He played in Batman vs. Superman. He was in Matrix. Oh, so he's... Loaded. Okay, so he he's... Maybe I remember him from The Matrix. Uh, okay, so he's popped up in this universe before. It wasn't... So, yeah. to me, it was random. Also, another character that was um, in that fight sequence, too, was, like, the Green Lantern or, like, that ring. And I didn't, oh, yeah. I never watched the Green Lantern because everybody said it was bad. So, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to waste my time with that. But I do... I'm wondering, like, okay, how are they going to incorporate those characters, too, into the universe? That's what he played. I was, he was somebody daddy, too. He was, uh... Uh... What's the girl name? Megan. He was Megan Good's daddy character in Stomp the Yard. Okay. Remember, he was the uh, he was some he was some part of the school. And he was in a row for training, like the dean or something. Yeah, he was the dean. Okay. He was the dean. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so yeah, I just have questions about those characters. But like, there are no current plans to have a sequel. Um, if there is a sequel, I it better not be for fucking hours. I know that much. And I also do not like Ben Affleck as Batman. I know I hate people. I hate it. Is he's so lame? I hate it. He's trash. He gives he Batman, nothing. He gives nothing. Bro, Batman at least got some goddamn swag about his goddamn some goddamn juice drip. He ain't got nothing. This nigga got the goddamn. Salt and pepper in his head. He just looked just so underwhelmed. Like, he yeah. just looked trash. Yeah. I feel like they were saving this nigga the whole entire movie. Yeah, they were. Like it didn't do nothing. Superman by it did nothing for his uh for his for, for his, his rep. Yeah, at nothing. all. Like everybody always trash him anyway about not having no powers and just being a rich ass nigga. And that's literally essentially what he is. Just a rich nigga who can afford shit. <laughs> can afford the best gadgets and shit. That's it. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, Superman was tearing his ass up. Uh, everybody was tearing his ass up. Honestly, all he all he did good was with something with a gun. Yeah, 
And Superman came in that bitch at the end of the movie, like Carol Danvers. You know how Carol Danvers came in the uh, end game and yeah. just started like fucking doing all of this shit. Mm-hmm. Bitch, where the fuck was you this whole right. time? Right. Right. <laughs> that nigga was dodging them motherfucking swings and shit like the Matrix. Like, yeah. What the fuck going on? Yeah. yeah, that shit was good. Um, so yes, I I mean it's enjoyable, but it's for like it's for hours. So Again, just know that. I okay. It's I like three watches for me. I've rewatched Dark Knight many a times. I, there's a lot of movies that I've watched many a times. Yeah, I would never rewatch this movie again. No, it's too fucking long. Like if this movie was like two hours, two and a half max. I would, I would consider rewatching the movie again. Yeah. But because the movie is four hours long, I, and that's think another thing. There was so much fluff in this movie. Half of the scenes spent like in quietness, which is niggas looking at each other. <laughs> yeah. Like nigga, that's twenty seconds of silence. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah. Yeah. It was just so much added fluff that it was just oh, all right, y'all. This wasn't needed. This yeah. wasn't needed. We didn't. Well, need you know this. what else I like too? Of course. I don't know. I'm just so disappointed in Wonder Woman 84. But whenever they are in Themyscira, that shit goes so hard. And where? Oh, that's their homeland? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So that whole scene, them on the horses, <gasps> them on the inside, that temple. I felt temple. so bad for baby girl when she slid through. And they was trying to, they was trying, they were holding up the, uh, yeah. the doors. And they the, kind of just died. Crushed, yeah. yeah. They got crushed with that shit. I said, oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then the motherfuckers after that shit fell in the water, the niggas popped back the fuck up. I, I knew that like, was going to happen. I was like, there's no way they're not getting out of that. But you tried. Yeah. I, 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 I thought they were. Nah. I at least thought like the, the little... uh Parademons. Yeah. I was, them, them little locusts. Whatever the fuck them yeah. shits was. I just thought that they were going to be done. Them niggas popped up too. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. So those scenes were lit. Yeah, I like how they all they came through riding in like yeah. shit. They came in riding in like Battle of the Bastards. That, that <laughs> they shit. did. They came like a million deep. They did. Um, that nigga retreated. Like, yeah. So time. Zeus created them. That's why they're all charged up. Yeah. Um, That's fire. Um, yeah. I I mean, obviously, I think there's a sentiment on Twitter that like they there's never any good like mythology um movies and stories so man i don't want to say that good i would want to see it yeah people was talking about um because what if i was trending like last week a week or two ago uh 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 medusa yeah 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 she was and yeah i definitely want to see a fucking medusa movie i feel like that should be fire i feel like the thing is if they do it right i mean they have they have those movies but they're i mean and i I mean, but I like shit like that. So I'll say I enjoyed them, but they could be better. A lot of the times yeah, it's just literally good, just. You gotta give me a good actress. They're just fight scenes. Yeah, you gotta give me a good actress with some good dialogue. What's that movie good, called? God of War. Good scenes. God of War. Is it God of War? And then they always want to have. I mean, there was that one movie that came out. This is about like Egyptian gods. Remember they made that Egyptian god movie oh, yeah. and it was all white people? Yeah. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Woo! Christian Bale was in it too. Yeah, but you know that's what they think. That's they really. Yeah, think they really that. think Egyptians are white. Yeah. But if you go to the museum, telling you, we'll they, they didn't shoot them nose off at the at, at the at the museum we went to at the Met. Yes, it them nose is right them on. Them wigs, baby. Yep. Them wigs was nappy, honey. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we called your dad. We was in there, be like, "Yo, what the fuck?" <laughs> well, it was a it was a 
trip because like you know growing up in western society and no and in a white washed society we were literally have you thinking that uh egyptians looked white right <laughs> then they had straight hair and it was right. like no they did not <laughs> them noses was white as mine yeah they were black folk no cap anyway um <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, yeah, I mean, that's it for the tea for the week. Um, do we have any homework for this week? I mean, obviously, our homework is to finish behind her eyes and uh-huh. to catch up on 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. We did watch I Care a lot, but I don't really want to talk about it. Um, and Brent has another section. Oh, yeah. So, we have um, upcoming movies and shows. Um, so, Loki, they, uh, well, they've been promoting a little bit more on his um on you know like Disney Plus account, yeah, they actually have a low key Twitter account for okay. the show. So, um, yeah, they've been promoting. It I more. love how you've been standing low key on our account. Oh yeah, I fuck with low key. Um, so yeah, that's uh June eleventh. So be ready for that on Disney Plus. You know they're not Disney's gonna let us so far away. They're not gonna let us breathe too much. Nope. Um, and then they're also gonna be dropping Venom. Let there be carnage. That's mm-hmm. going to be uh, September 17th. Mm-hmm. And there's also... Gonna I be... wonder... Let me pause. No, I wonder how... Um, if they're going to play that into the Spider-Man movie. Because I heard, I think, that some people are supposed to be in it. From... There has to be a, a time where they meet. Like, it, ha- it has to be a time where they connect. Because yeah. that's, that's just part of their story. That's how we meet Venom is through Spider-Man. Yeah. So, but I, it just depends on how much Sony and Disney want to work together. Oh, yeah, that's facts. Because the Venom that, movie, right? the Venom right. movie is like straight up Sony. Sony, 100%. And uh, this iteration of Spider-Man is a combination of Sony and the MCU. That is going to make that money, man. Stop playing. Yeah. And I also wonder, too, when Morbius is coming out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they've given out a date yet. I'm pretty sure they haven't. I would have known it. I would have seen it. Yeah. Okay, and um, what else we have? And then uh, there's also going to be a Tina Turner documentary uh, on HBO that's coming out on the 27th of this month, actually. So mm-hmm. a couple of days. Okay. Next Saturday. Well, this upcoming Saturday, rather. Working down the city every night and day. How that uh, song start? <laughs> uh, left, uh, left a good job <laughs> in the city. Yeah. Working for the man. Alrighty, well, you want to close us out? Um, if y'all know anybody who um, who has sneakers or collects sneakers or something like that, uh, tell them to hit me up. I have my little uh, my little segment on Instagram called Sneak Geeks, and I discuss sneaker culture and we talk about uh, your top five in your collection that you own. So your top five favorite pair of shoes. Um, so yeah, if y'all know anybody? If y'all are interested, hit me up. My Instagram is Brenton Tarantino. Follow us on Twitter. Oh, yeah. And make sure y'all follow <laughs> us on our uh, Twitter. Um, it's InFandelityPod. Um, you know, we just talk our shit and live tweet and stuff. So, you know. Retweet y'all's funny ass takes on Twitter. Right. And all that. So, yeah. Hit us up and we will see y'all next time.